Oke. Okay. Carry all good. All good. I've already um, accepted it. Okay, let's do this. Let's see how this goes. Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Awkward Conversations with my amma. If you're just joining in, I'm Sahitya Jagannathan and every week I sit around the dinner table with my amma, Hema Malni, and we discuss subjects that are considered taboo in most families. And this week we're joined by Carrie Edwards and we're going to be discussing some of the most awkward conversations he's had with his amma. So, Hema, we're joined by Carrie today. Hi Carrie, how are you doing? Hello. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, thank you for joining me and Amma. Uh my first question to you is what is the most awkward conversation that you've had with your mom? Um I mean there have been a lot of like really weird conversations that I've had to have over the years while I was in the process of training my parents. But I'd have to say probably the most recent and the most sort of ongoing one is the religion conversation <laughs> that is probably the most the okay. most difficult awkward uncomfortable conversation i've had to have okay there is like deafening silence from my mother and i think that's because she heard you say training my parents <laughs> <laughs> well i i think i think as children we we all train our parents to a certain degree and I mean our kids are going to train us one day so we just need to be aware that that's happening. Well for those of you who are tuning yeah. in, Carrie Edwards is my partner, he's also my baby daddy. We have twins together and my amma is also their party. Amma, what do you feel about parent training? <laughs> I think that you guys people of this generation are being way too much. Fine, but one thing is always said as child is the father of the man. That is true. You see the world through the eyes of afresh, and you also learn and grow with it. That is true. Even though whether it is you training us, yeah, that's a big question, ma'am. I love how my mother is the queen of backhanded compliments. She's like, and 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 also and also like it's like a very level diplomacy. Very. <laughs> <laughs> for diplomacy i need to take training from you okay <laughs> okay carry but my question to you which i think my mom mm-hmm. can relate to as well is because i think she had an interesting reaction and a response and we'll come to that when her mm-hmm. son told her she, he was an atheist and mm-hmm. i think tell us a little bit about what that conversation was like when you told your parents that you were an atheist well I mean so first of all you know it, it was a fairly long drawn out journey right I I kind of started down that road when I was in my early 20s and by the time I was uh, probably about 27 I I was I was 100% certain that I was an atheist right um but I didn't actually <clears throat> I didn't actually say anything to my parents for for many years I was Uh, what is referred to as a closeted atheist um and i think i only came out when when i was uh, 35 or something like that i was in my mid 30s at the very least when when i finally said hey listen you know we need to have a conversation because 
I I don't believe what you believe, and I think that the stuff that you believe is just daft, and you know, uh, it's it's really uh, like this is like, like adults talking about imaginary friends, and and we have to have a conversation about it because I I'm not on the same page. We're not even in the same book. Um, and that was a that was a very difficult conversation because my parents, uh, especially my mother, is a is a very devout believer. So, needless to say, there was a lot of um, um, there was a lot of oh, we're praying for your soul type conversations that used to really they used to infuriate me. It's like I don't believe in souls, yes, but we're praying for your soul anyway. Like, I, oh wow! It also okay. didn't help that you waited till we just started dating. and then told them this while i was there for an evening and suddenly it was like hmm new girlfriend new atheist maybe she had something to do with it well you know to to, to some degree i think uh, i think every boy's mother believes that the woman that he's with is a witch so you know to some degree <laughs> and you thought you'd speed your mother up to that conclusion was that the plan i mean if you know but see i I always I always assumed that she'd realize that you're not a witch because you're completely useless with a broom. <laughs> I am not even going to respond to that but mom please tell me you're stepping yeah. in to defend your daughter. <laughs> First I would like to defend myself not every mother thinks that a son's girlfriend is a witch. Yes yes you are an daughter. exception to the rule we we okay. know that. Yeah. So I have an exceptional daughter-in-law, and yes, I have an exceptional daughter. Hope Carrie appreciates it. Otherwise, who is going to get the broom is a different thing. I'm going to drop the mic, hit end record, and I'm just done. And I'm just going to send this out to the universe. I'm sorted. <laughs> But Amma, my question to you is: I think you had a similar conversation with Prashant. Mm-hmm. at some point when he told you he was an atheist and i don't know like you were still partly religious and spiritual or i don't know where exactly you lie on that spectrum so what was your conversation like with prashant i won't say exactly it was a very detailed conversation because as i have repeatedly said in the earlier episodes too my son or my daughter is an individual it was a bit of a surprise and not a total shock but it was mildly shocking to me too it took me time to come to terms with the fact that yes, as an individual he can have his views he doesn't have to show the line or rather the line that i have chosen sarah said fine i didn't have much of a conversation i asked him why he is the way he is and he explained it i feel the problem with my generation is maybe we are doing lots of things and maybe intuitively or whatever it is because of the belief i find it right but we don't know the exact truth cause like i still firmly believe that my culture is very rich because lots of things i thought of experience or understand this i am unable to put in words as you guys currently do or argue or convincingly do it for me to convince the generation the younger generation 
but that doesn't mean like i still don't believe in my religion or i mean in my values or culture i firmly do but if i can have that clarity so are you guys in the views that you hold unless otherwise one of us is able to convince the other I know mum but we came from a household where neither party was able to convince the other with you know their thoughts values evidence or any of lifestyle choices for that matter when it came to this but we yeah. did butt heads a lot when it came to the day to day because if there was a mm-hmm. festival you wanted to do a puja you naturally wanted your kids to be a part of it Definitely. but since but since your children respected your views but did not necessarily believe in god were forever yeah. stuck in this struggle between i don't quite believe in this but i don't necessarily want to disappoint my parents so how do we do this and i think this is a struggle that happens in every household right true kanna as i told you we need to understand the roots better and to be able to convince you i think that is where our generation needs to put in more effort because the moment you question why i should do this i should have the right answer if i have the right answers i have a feeling you will accept it that is where like our generation we never questioned our parents we need to understand that yeah because for your for your generation disagreement was disrespect Now, one more thing shall i add your generation yes. have internet in the hands so you think you can figure out everything ours was a radio generation even transistor was a novelty for us so we didn't have we saw the world through our parents eyes and currently we are seeing the world through our children eyes that's what is happening carry are in queue the library generation would you like to butt in i am yeah i i i'm fully the library generation i i didn't have i didn't have the internet until i was uh, almost 20 so i i grew up um, in in more or less the same radio uh, um, world but i think with uh, with hinduism it tends to be a little bit um, more uh, confusing because the the link between culture and religion is so deep that sometimes it's hard to distinguish what you're doing because it's a cultural thing and what you're doing because it's a religious thing um for sure. whereas for me with christianity it was so much easier like for example i mean christmas is coming up right yeah and um we're, we're all going to celebrate christmas and there's going to be a christmas tree and there's going to be friends and family and laughing and joking and all of that the only part that i don't do is i don't go to midnight mass right Yeah. Um, so I I get to enjoy the cultural aspect of Christmas without ever worrying about the religious. And if someone says, you know, hey, um, Christmas is celebrated because you know Jesus was born today, I'm not going to sit and give them the factual accuracy of you know Jesus could not have been born on the 25th of December and the and the whole history of that because I know it. I don't need to convince anyone else of what's real and what's not. You know, it's like, hey, you you believe that Jesus was born on the twenty fifth of December, and you celebrate Christmas for that reason. That's cool. Like, go ahead, you do your thing. I'll celebrate Christmas with like Santa and the other imaginary things, much in the same way that you do. It's just that you think one of those imaginary things is real, and I don't. That's you know, <laughs> that's kind of where I come from. You know, it's 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 like that. It's like there's there's this there's this thing that so many atheist speakers say, which is that. 
you know uh, i mean no one really believes in zeus or poseidon or you know uh, mars or the aries or any of those gods in fact everyone is an atheist with regard to those gods i just go one god further that's interesting and that, that that one god of course being the 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 god of whoever it is that i'm talking to so if i'm talking to a christian then your god is the god is that one god further for me right because that's the only one you believe in right you're an atheist with regard to all other gods right and mm-hmm. i just take all of your atheism and i just add your god into the pile and that's where i live you know so so yeah uh, it, it's it, it really is a lot easier with uh, with christianity um in fact uh, um, i would say that it's much harder with judaism islam and hinduism because of that very significant cultural connection that the religion has for sure which is why for the longest time i think i oscillated between am i agnostic or am i an atheist because so yeah, much I of know, my yeah i gave you a hard time about it as well which kind of wasn't fair at the time because i needed you to kind of get there on your own no 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 you didn't need me to do anything you just had to let me be for me to figure my own life no no out when i when, no when i say i no uh, what i mean is like i needed to shut up like that's what i mean like i needed to let you get there on your own i shouldn't have been trying to help that's what i, I meant i am never going to argue with you when you say i needed to shut up you will never hear an <laughs> argument from me there <laughs> but ma yeah. the question that i want to ask you is uh you know mm. in your life for example with your parents and your brothers and everybody marriage was a given yet somehow you questioned marriage whether it made sense for you if you even wanted to enter into it yeah did you ever question the existence of god if religion made sense to you if did you even know that being atheist or being agnostic were options i don't think it can i don't exactly go with your using the terminology as an option for that um see i used to attend lots of lectures by swami swananda lots of people the same way i have attended lectures of jp to jp krishnamurthy and its opening line itself will be there is no god mhm i could relate to him too but that will be a conflict in me you understand because it goes against what i have been brought up and was living with so i get that but okay so i have pondered over all these things I won't say I have a crystal clear answer but I don't know whether you remember I told you see, the Pandicherry Aravindra mother I have seen the mother with my own eyes I told you yes I've been there the life but then after a couple of generation imagine maybe your daughter or her daughter it's really going to be if at all the rest is going to be only a picture they might question was there such a person and it's going what way is the superior or whatever it is you understand i think I i'm going think to disagree with you there but i'm going to let you finish and then disagree okay so i think all these characters could have been present and because of that noble 
sense of character they might be painted as god i am not a clear that the only reason i do not want to voice out only when i am clear on an issue i would like to say that but i do believe there is a power which we can call as the creator or the divine or whatever it is always look at nature so much beauty in it so much creativity the way everything is being taken care of even as a human body as a machine it's so beautiful and wonderful amazing so how did all this come about um evolution by natural selection i was just about to say big bang happened and then evolution happened and we evolved into humans like that is science and the history of evolution that explains everything and when i disagreed with you earlier like for example if someone sees a picture yes. of the pondicherry ashram mother a few generations from now there is actual evidence to show that she was a real person who lived and there's documentation I mean, there's a birth certificate yes there's a birth certificate there's documentation there's a death certificate whereas you know we go back to a time granted where paperwork like this didn't exist but if there is no evidence of any kind from that period in era of this person who is written about and who is worshipped thanks to all of our holy books whereas there is evidence of other people who have lived in that time and that's been documented I find it hard to believe that someone so holy so powerful and so influential was not written about and documented and that there is no evidence that's carried on I think we can argue about this for long till the crows so come home have... yeah So I I I believe I believe the phrase is till the cows come home because nobody wants the crows to come home. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it is or maybe it isn't. I mean after all to me there's no birth certificate from my grandmother or grandfather. So you don't deny the fact that they existed. The same way their grandmothers or grandparents they don't have. So lots of things is then Here they are. You trust your parents from there. Things get passed down. That is how all those generations existed. And how do you think lots of these um, hereditary? You understand? I don't know how the craftsmanship, like a gold. Yes, where the skills are passed on from father exactly. to son, and yeah, yeah, yeah. How does it get done? You see, I think. lots of such things and uh, i don't think we are finding anything new when you say documented or whatever it is what already existed is only is being discovered and documented now so when you are doing it you are willing to accept it then how do you accept this is 2000 only because you have documented for this period the period prior to that at least we should be open enough to accept something could have existed we are exploring the possibility I mean- Auntie, in in all fairness, though, we mm-hmm. we have ev- we have evidence of dinosaurs, but we don't have evidence of, for example, Ganesha, right? So if if we can if we can have the evidence of something that, so you could have had a fossil somewhere. There was only one Ganesha, perhaps, and there's a po- possibility of finding his fossil or whatever it is convinced you, it's not, is remote. 
so the only thing that i'm saying is when that fossil gets discovered gets dated and identified as ganesha i will believe his existence until then i will listen to it as a story and a fable and leave it at that i will enjoy all the corkatays but i'm not really going to pray to him every time something happens in my life wait so 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 i heard i i heard this really uh, it was i thought it was a really funny joke um so uh, let, let me just share it with you uh so so what happens is that um uh, joseph walks in and he presents mary with this wonderful pie it's a beautiful looking pie golden crust he gives it to her and he says happy mother's day and she says where did you get this pie from did you steal it and he said no i didn't i made it from scratch and she said no you must have stolen it so he said no i made it from scratch why would you say i stole it he said she said well because we don't even have an oven and he said yeah but god helped me and she looked at him like very like you know like really and he said yeah sounds stupid doesn't it <laughs> i i i told i told that joke to a couple of priest friends of mine they really didn't appreciate it but they couldn't help but smile just a little bit you should have gotten that <laughs> sorry you should have gotten whacked she said <laughs> my mother's tolerance for religious jokes are incredibly low for a person with a good sense of humor so carry my question to you is i even though you've said this that it's quite different when you're navigating having these conversations with your parents with regard to christianity and hinduism and other religions Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you still navigate mm-hmm. conversations like this with your parents because it's bound to come up because we had children and obviously your parents had ideas as to you know how the children would you know be passed on their beliefs and their traditions their ideas right i mean so thankfully by the time we had uh, by the time our babies arrived it had been several years um of of my parents knowing uh, about my you know uh, uh my my position when it came to religion and things like that so in that sense it was really quite helpful so you know when my parents said uh, so will the babies be baptized i just said no and that was the end of the conversation because they knew fully well that no amount of mm, conversation after that was going to change my mind right uh, i mean every once in a while they'll they'll push their luck um, so i mean you know uh, uh, with with my with my upcoming surgery um, uh, some relatives called and told my parents you know please tell carry that we're praying for him so they said you know oh this one called and that one called and and they said you know that they'll be praying for you and i was just like okay thank you because i'm like i i'm i'm not going to sit in you know like i i'm i'm not at that so there was a time where if anyone so much as mentioned god to me i would be this militant atheist yeah you and were incredibly combative this, yeah and now i'm at this place where i'm like look this is this is the reality in which i live and if and if that's something that makes you happy you go ahead and do that you know just don't just don't put it on me that's that's my only sort of request right like i don't want my kids learning about what essentially i think is mumbo jumbo right 
and and i don't want our kids growing up thinking that magic is an actual thing because that is kind of part of the requirement in order to believe in any religion is that you have to believe in some level of magic and i'm like no that's not a thing if something's wrong in your life you fix it no talking to imaginary friends to get your problem solved because there's, there's no solution coming there and and i think that you know if if people just looked at their lives more objectively um they would realize that a lot of the things that they believe is just absolute rubbish but you know um but but generally people will convince themselves that something is true and then there's no there's no getting them out of it like i like for example i i had a client that was 100% certain that numerology was a thing right um mm-hmm. and so i and they wanted to name their company some really silly name that i can't remember right now and i was like if you're going if that's what you're going to name it you can't even market the the brand it doesn't make any sense don't do it and they were like no but this is because of numerology and all that and i said why is why is numerology so important and uh they were like no because it really works and you know it's it's very important blah 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 and i said okay great um so i'll tell you what do me do, do me a favor i'm going to give you guys some homework uh when we meet tomorrow uh i want you to bring me a list of companies that successful companies that have good numerology right and so they came back the next day with a list of you know five or six companies that had good numerology i said great now meeting's over go back and come back with a bunch of companies that have bad numerology uh, but are also successful and weirdly that list included things like google apple facebook um <laughs> and you know uh, microsoft uh, all of them have bad numerology but they're the biggest most successful companies in the world so it's like so if having bad numerology doesn't stop you from being successful why would you assume that having good numerology is going to you know guarantee success right the only thing that guarantees success is you do your damn job but right? somehow evidence you... never seems to be enough when there is faith if you know what i mean absolutely absolutely and and it's something it's something that sometimes drives me up the wall you know because sometimes conversations are so difficult because it's like here's 27 pieces of evidence that you're wrong no but i feel and it's like yeah but that's not an actual thing you know like like your your feelings are not essentially reality do you, do you, you know what i mean like it it's something that gets confused very often because the word feeling is is a somewhat uh, um multitudinous word where there are there are several things that you can mean when you say feelings i get the point right? that you're making but i'm going to get mom to jump in here amma uh you have mm-hmm. two children who don't necessarily have the same beliefs as you wherein yeah. we're both atheists and you have a belief system that there is a there is a superpower or a supreme power or whatever it is the term or phrase that you're comfortable describing it and we're constantly trying to mesh our lives together in a way wherein it works for you it works for us I know for a fact that you pray for us. I do. I know for a fact that you and Appa go to temples and you know uh, offer up rituals in the hope for betterment or you prayed for some obstacle to be removed in our lives or for our health to get better. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. 
right from my childhood my father has taught me not to ask or do any question for me i have never ever asked for anything from god even as a child not even for mark to pass or whatever it is oh my god i've to... asked for holidays from school for how many years and it's never happened once so <laughs> haven't we all so i do have faith but i have never asked or prayed for anything in particular so this should happen that should happen some of my father never raised like that he never asked. he he has always said if you believe there is a power he also knows what is good for you okay so all that i try and do is accept and maybe praying in the sense gives me makes me more positive makes me more uh, courageous and confident could be that's also the power i mean the meaning behind having thinking or having assuming that there is some another power over and above you could be so is it reasonable for you to consider that maybe your belief system is mm-hmm. potentially a coping mechanism with the hardships that come in life because sometimes it's easier to believe in a power so you think you have the strength and energy to tackle what life throws your way and that your children and your loved ones will be fine i don't think so or maybe doing that helps you view things subjectively helps you remove your emotion from the situation and view things subjectively could be maybe but is it strange i understand and is it strange for you because there is a lot of adjustment that you and appa have had to make especially with regard to your two children and now like carry your son in love like you like to say uh, all of us mm-hmm. having beliefs that are at the opposite end of the spectrum of, to yours yeah and i think we try to be respectful of your beliefs and try to find a line that works for us but sometimes some things just don't make sense to us topic we have to say being respectful come on tell me <laughs> no mom what do you mean <laughs> i was just pulling your leg my child hey i don't know about you me but at least carry tries to be respectful <laughs> okay hmm. Yeah so I completely lost my train of thought here. Carry you usually know what I'm thinking. What was I thinking? Uh no you 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 were talking about like if mom has noticed the um, uh the sort of uh um uh the moves that we make that can sort of allow for a I mean for lack of a better word a, a peaceful transition of power. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure I quite agree with that description or that was where I was headed with this, but the thought is clearly left my mind. You were saying me and dad have to make lots of adjustments. Yeah, and so do we, like so do your son and daughter. So what I want mm-hmm. to ask you is what kind of adjustments mm-hmm. have you had to make in your life, especially with regard to your belief system versus the life that you envisioned as a result of it for yourself and your family? when that meets mine and your son and like carries belief system 
what sort of adjustments have you had to make see right now when i'm living with you guys for example ever since the babies are born to me lighting a lamp placing the other i mean doing going about that my morning it gives me a sense of calmness a serenity all those things which i miss here but then this is your house and it's not that i don't know so it's okay there are some practical aspects of adjustments that we have to make but in our own way i should say i think we have the strength to do it so that's all that matters as of now you guys can live only what you are convinced about if you can respect that we can live only the one we are convinced about i think that's all i can expect or ask of you yeah and i think that that's completely fair and and just for the record and i know that we're being recorded right now but just for the record aunty uh, if you yeah. wanted to light a lamp in the morning and like say if you press like i would never stop you from doing that like the only place where i would have an issue is if you wanted us to join it okay i second I that in the car you two are some two different things and you are having a your own agreement in which case if i come and do mine it would be like impose i felt it would be like imposing mine that's the only reason i never did that because i like the way the two of you are respecting one another faith and not interfering i mean about the lack of faith and not <laughs> i love how my mother corrected herself but one i want to say thank also, you thank you for being respectful of potentially what the two of us might want in our own home we really appreciate that but the point that i want to make is we pretty much share a common ideology which is that we're both atheists what we do try to enmesh is our cultures tari correct me if i'm wrong i i, I agree that yeah so your room is your home ma if you want to light lamps go ahead as long as you don't expect us to wake up early in the morning have oil baths and sit next to you it's all good and and also babe, i also want to make one small like uh, uh i i don't think that i have a lack of faith i just think that i uh, i i have a lot of faith in a lot of things but my faith only exists once something has enough evidence to be proved that's the only difference is that my my faith is something that that an idea has to earn by you know proving its rightness and then i have faith in that But and i would also like to jump in at this and point and say uh evidence parameters and rightness are very different for you and me carry and very different for my mom which is why our belief systems are so drastically different that's true i mean so when i when i say evidence i mean what would be considered you know scientific, scientific evidence. evidence yes yes i mean like can i see it touch it measure it you know if i can't do any of those things then it's imaginary that's yeah um in fact um, i i can't I, i can't remember off the top of my head who it was um but they had this great analogy about the uh, invisible dragon in the garage you know so a person comes in and says i i have a dragon in my garage 
so the guy opens the garage and says i don't see any dragon he said no no you don't understand it's an invisible dragon so he says oh okay so i can just get like a like a thermal camera and i'll be able to see the dragon he said no no but the dragon doesn't give off any heat so he says okay so then if i just if i bring a a, a a carbon dioxide sensor i'll be able to you know pick up the dragon's breath and he said no no but the dragon doesn't breathe like that and so for everything that can be measured the guy says no but that's not what the dragon does so at the end of the day the guy closes the garage and says okay fine is your dragon do what you want with him and walks away you know and and it, it was carl sagan there, there you go carl sagan had that analogy and and that's kind of where i am i'm like you know i mean it's your dragon do whatever you want with it it's just you know that's yeah that's an interesting analogy but before we sign off mom my yeah. one last question to you mm-hmm. is again i'm sure this is a conversation that you have with friends and relatives because very few of them have children who are either atheists or who are not religious and if they are not they're not even they don't tell their parents that they just mm-hmm. usually tend to go along because it's just easier mm-hmm. uh do you ever have to deal with like questions or people giving you suggestions and ideas because we don't necessarily want to do the religious functions or partake in rituals so far there haven't been much because that part of it my son present is not here and whenever you have not been here i have given them the reason mm-hmm. so i haven't had to face this much at least this is one aspect i haven't had to face much of people I like how mom sounds very thankful hapa this is one topic i haven't been going around town defending my daughter no, that's not sir again at the end of the day i mean we haven't had an occasion i think by now people also understand mhm that we do yeah that we don't yeah. necessarily believe in the same things that you do for all you know then it all have written me out saying that this woman doesn't know how to bring up a child okay <laughs> <laughs> well they can all listen to my podcast where i have awkward conversations with my amma and all of my guests and i love the fact that the three of us can agree to disagree and still respect each other's choices no matter how vastly different they are carry thank you so much for joining us thank you for having me And Amma as always it's been absolute blast getting awkward with you thank you I love you welcome and I love you so much yeah. <laughs> to everyone who's been listening in thank you this has been an absolute blast we'll be back with another episode next next week on awkward conversations with my amma this is me sahitya signing off bye bye <laughs>